smartcast you are listening to a mint production brought to you by hd smartcast hello everyone i'm shipra from mint's personal finance team and welcome to why not mint money podcast taxpayers have to pay advance tax through the year in four installments on the estimated income that they will earn in that financial year it is different from tds and the onus of correctly calculating and paying advance tax falls completely on the taxpayer so who has to pay it how much is it and what happens if you don't pay it on time to answer all these and more questions on advance tax sudhakar sethu ravan who's a partner at deloitte has joined us today as the expert speaker hi welcome to why not mint money a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth so let's get started on your money journey hi sudhakar welcome to why not mint money hi shubhra good to connect with you so let's start by understanding when is a taxpayer supposed to pay advance tax advance tax is based on the concept of pay as you earn uh, which is there uh, prevalent with many of the countries uh generally advance taxes uh, are required to be um you know paid in india over four installments uh, every assessee is required to estimate the current uh, income for the year compute the taxes in the manner prescribed and pay it over the four installments uh while computing the taxes the assessee can claim deduction for taxes which are withheld by the payer of that income to the individual or taxes which are under the tcs mode right if the resultant tax dues are 10000 rupees or more then the individual or the assessee is required to pay advance tax in four installments as i said within the prescribed timelines there is one exception to this advance tax is not required for an individual who meets the following conditions the individual should qualify as a tax resident of india during the relevant tax year the individual should be 60 years or more at any time during the tax year i mean the so called the senior citizen individuals and the individual should not derive any income from profits and gains from business or profession so individual who fulfills these categories are not required to pay advance tax right can you please tell us about the four installment schedules when is it to be paid and you know what is the percentage of uh, tax that needs to be paid right i think uh, the installments are uh, uh, you know advance tax uh, computed by the taxpayer i mentioned should be paid in four installments and uh, these installments uh, are uh, falling in the month of june september december and march assessees are expected to pay not less than 15 percentage of their taxes by 15th of june 45% of the aggregate taxes by 15th of september 75% of the taxes by 15th of december and 100% of the taxes by march while computing the tax dues for the second third and fourth installments which are nothing but 15 june 15 december and 15 march the assessee can adjust the advance taxes that are paid till the previous installments for example if i am paying advance tax for my um you know 15th of december i can uh, deduct the taxes that are paid by 15th of june and the balance if any should be paid by the 15th of december installment in case of assessees who are carrying on business or profession which are subject to presumptive taxation under section 44 ad or section 44 ada of the income tax act then it is adequate 
and they would be fully compliant if 100% of the taxes are paid by 15th of March. These assessees are not expected to pay the taxes in three in the other three installments. So, as you rightly mentioned, that advance tax on income estimates. So, what happens if income estimates go wrong in one of the installments, especially in the last installment, because you know uh, one doesn't get their form 26AS until May of next financial year. It doesn't get updated until next uh, financial year. So, what happens in that case? Okay, right. Um, there could be consequences also uh, for this, and there are certain beneficial provisions as well to take care of uh, the uh, income estimation. Let me try to answer both. Right. Uh, under the Income Tax Act, non-payment or short payment of advance tax would attract interest under Section 234B and 234C. You will have a situation of a short payment where the income that you estimated for the year is going to fall short of the actual income that you earned the year and you would have paid your advance tax based on the estimates whereas your actual income is going to be much more. So as a result there is going to be interest obligation which will be falling on the individuals uh, as well as on the corporate processes. The point to be noted is there is a general there is a one exception which is given. Um, if suppose um, the individual or the corporate taxpayer is deriving any of the following income, then they are expected to pay advance tax only in the remaining installments and not uh, will be subject to interest for the previous installment. Incomes in the nature of capital gains, income from winning from lotteries and crossword puzzles, income from uh, dividend from domestic companies, and income from business or profession which approves or arises at any time for the first time in the tax year. Let's, let me give an example to this. If Mr. A earns capital gains by selling shares on 1st of January, then he will not be charged with interest for failure to estimate and pay advance tax in the first, second and third installments. It is adequate if Mr. A pays the entire tax dues on account of this capital gain income by 15th of March. Uh, similarly, uh, there is also another, uh, you know, a leeway or a window which is given, which is applicable for the all of the income category. All right. If, for example, the installment which is due by June is 15 percentage, that is the minimum advance tax which is due by, you know, by 15th of June. Right, 15 percentage. If suppose on account of change in estimates, if the assessee is going to pay 12 percentage or more by 15th of June and 36 percentage or more by 15th of September, then it will amount to sufficient complaints and the individual will not be required to pay interest under section 234B of the Income Tax Act. Uh, this section that I said will charge 1 percentage per month interest. And normally for the first three installments of advance tax, it would be three months interest per installment that would arise. Right. So this, you know, this example that you took, uh, what if somebody makes capital gains after 15th March? That is between 15th March and uh, 30th, 31st March. That's well and good. They can pay the taxes by 31st of March and then they can be fully compliant with the um, uh, interest obligation, they would uh, not be charged with any 234C interest. Right. Uh, so coming back to the interest penalties that you just mentioned under 234B and 234C, can you please break it down for our listeners? You know, what 
how are they two different and under which conditions uh, do each one of these kick in yeah sure see first let me talk about 234c interest 234c interest will arise where the advance tax which are payable in four installments either it is not paid or whatever is paid is falling short of the income which is filed in the tax return in that situation the individual or the corporate assessee will be subject to interest under section 234c the rate of interest is going to be 1 percentage per month let's say for example i as an individual have not paid my advance tax which is due by 15th of september but i paid the other three advance taxes then i will be subject to tax for the failure subject to an interest for the failure to pay the 15th september interest advance tax by interest to the tune of 1% for 3 months so effectively i will be paying 3% interest so in short 234c is for short payment or non payment of advance tax installments 234b is a different section altogether what it provides is if 90% of the taxes are not paid by 31st of march right then at least 90% are not paid by 31st of march then the individual will be subject the individual of the corporate will be subject to interest at the rate of 1% per month from 1st of april following the tax year till such time the taxes are settled um, um imagine a situation where i have about a tax liability of 100000 rupees and uh, there is a taxes deducted to the tune of 60000 the balance 40000 i should have ideally paid by way of advance tax or uh, at least before 31st of march but i have not done both in that situation i will be charged with uh, interest on the installment due under section 234c plus on 40000 i will be charged with 1% per month under section 234b from april till such time i make good this tax payment to the regulators that's how both the sections will work right one more question so if somebody is paying say belated returns now what happens in belated returns is that you cannot opt for the new tax regime so let us assume a situation that you know somebody calculated their tax liability as per the new regime but did not file their taxes by Uh, the due date which was 31 july and now that they have to mandatorily file it under the old regime uh, they might face right. a tax liability because you know the uh, the tax re- uh, rates under the old regime are higher compared to the new regime in that case if if there is a pending tax liability uh, which how much interest will they be required to pay and if whether it will kick in from the first installment which is 15 july or will it kick in only after uh, the 31st march period see if the return is not filed by that within the due dates right the option of going for a new regime will not arise right. automatically when the return is filed the individual will be assessed to tax under the old regime and when somebody is reviewing the return they would look at the fact that advance taxes are not paid right from the first installment or there is a short payment or a non payment right from the first installment that's how the review exercise will happen so consequently the individual will be liable for interest both under section 234c for short payment or non payment of advance tax during the four installments as well as under section 234b from 1st of april till 
August, assuming that the taxes are paid in August and a return is filed in August, then the interest will liability will be there for five months from April under two thirty four B. Right, understood. So coming to the last question of the podcast, um, you know, so as to ensure that the income estimation is right and you know the taxpayers don't have to go through the hassle of paying extra interest. What is the right way of calculating advance tax? Uh, you know the best way to calculate advance tax so that income estimations don't go wrong. Which kind of documents can the taxpayers refer to, and any such tips that you can give? See, I think um, all this calls for is uh, some amount of homework uh, on the internal financing is what is required, all right? And um, the age-old saying is, who else can estimate your income if uh, you can't do on your own, right? Uh, so first thing is it calls for some amount of homework in terms of uh, expecting what is the timeline and what is the expected income. Uh, you can always look into the past records or the investment pattern or the business uh, uh, new business that you are starting this year, uh, and then um, do a, a reasonable estimate of when it comes to the advance tax payments. Um, if something are on the cards, especially you are expecting that. Uh, Um, the sales would pick up in your business or profession in the second quarter, given your nature of business. Then you need to expect. So the estimation uh, assumes a lot of significance, and some amount of time has to be devoted for that. Um, while documenting, maintaining documentation uh, can only be a defense in the case of any um, you know inquiry or a review by the tax authorities, but that is not uh, um, a solution to uh, follow. the discipline is the most important thing which is required uh, at the stage so um uh, i would suggest that um, uh, you know a periodic review of the internal financing and uh, uh, the revenue and um, uh, income expectations is what would be the need of the r right all right uh, so that brings us to the end of the podcast thanks a lot sudhakar for joining us it has simplified the whole concept of advance tax for them thank you very much for joining us today sudhakar thanks ashipra uh, thank you so much That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sorath and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. This was a Mint production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.